What up, what Ooh. up? Buongiorno, Ty. Hello, Eric. Hello, Breadheads. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, a podcast dedicated entirely <laughs> to Subway and other matters of cultural interest. It's a goddamn How are you doing? Fact. How are you doing, um, Eric? You know I'm doing swell when I get to see your face every day. You too, son. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the um, cold February air, your complexion looks quite, uh, quite nice. Very consistent. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, uh, you know, taking my skincare routine very seriously this, mm -hmm. uh, you know, winter season. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, spending lots on Aesop.com slash CA. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just overall taking care. Yeah, You're totally. looking uh, smooth as well. Thank you. Are you applying I, lotion right now? I'm actually, yeah, I'm applying some Aesop <laughs> Elemental Facial Barrier Cream with Copper PCA. Uh, bisabolo and ginger root the only ingredient i actually understand oh wow it's like oh yeah keeps the uh you don't want dry skin this time of year mm -hmm. i was gonna say applying lotion without a mirror is potentially social suicide you don't want any like white clumps when you step out and go to whole foods or anything like that right but that's a fact i'd rather guess, just uh, keep people see my dry skin than see my attempts to cover it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> um cool well what do we have what's what's new in the world of subway today king big news big news in subway as per usual uh do you want good news or do you want bad news first eric <laughs> um can you you know in true uh feedback design feedback form can you sandwich it for me can you lead with something good give me something constructive in the middle and then finish it off with something good as well oh man okay i can try my best okay you know, this is a sandwich pod after all Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's start with the top bread. Something good. Mm -hmm. uh, today, the um, very reputable news source, Insider Edition, Inside Edition, they performed some DNA tests on Subway's tuna fish. Uh, for the breadheads that have been following the story, Subway's tuna was uh, recently, there's recently claims that Subway's tuna was not real tuna. Um, and a couple <laughs> lawsuits are also in place. We we speculated on what it could have been in a few previous episodes, and we've been following the story quite closely ever since. As everyone around the globe races to uncover whether or not it's real tuna. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So uh, inside edition, they performed a few DNA tests on the tuna fish, and they were able to indeed prove that there is fish in the tuna fish sandwich. So. Mm -hmm. Subway's in the clear, I guess. What do you think about that, Eric? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's just another case of uh, clout chasing Californians uh, trying to create a news story out of nothing. Mm -hmm. you know? um, clearly, there was no like actual evidence about it. They just like wanted to stir up some news, and and then like the you know shout out to Crooked uh, like CNN for uh, <laughs> for taking the story and just like leading with like clickbaity titles like Oh my mm -hmm. God, is Subway serving fake tuna to its customers mm -hmm. um you know where clearly that wasn't the case um but yeah i'm glad we could clear that up for the uh, loyal breadheads yeah i mean that it depends though like does do we want to trust the lamestream media or should we reject the evidence of our eyes and ears and choose still to believe that the tuna is simulated because i still have a little bit of doubt inside subway's track doubt. record of 
Well, Subway's, Subway's track record of simu- stimulate, simulating ingredients is isn't very good. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, I don't know. I think we got to get another sandwich artist on to clear up the air. You know, we uh, we talked to our last guest about the bread uh, retarding process, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which seems like some kind of, you know, manufacturing bullshit, if you ask me, bro. The real bread doesn't require that. No kidding. Um, so I don't know, dude. I, I'm I'm with you on the skepticism, but I guess you can call me an optimist because I'm here for it. I'm here to eat the tuna again. That's I never good. stop, I, to be honest. Yeah, I can't wait to get my lips on that fish again. That's a fact. Uh, you know, coming off of Valentine's Day, I think the palate for tuna is, you know, much stronger than ever. <laughs> He's got a craving. He just can't kick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah. Ty, well, uh, are you going to be, you know, since you're a vegetarian, the tuna is actually, you're, you're a pescatarian, right? Is that correct? I, I dapple in fish. I like my sashimi. I like my yeah. ahi poke bowl. That's true, yeah. So are you going to be introducing the tuna into your palate, into your diet, um, you know, once we get back into the wave? That's a good question. Um I would consider the tuna to be a like a dirty habit if I did. It would be a cheat day meal. Because yep. it's even if there's tuna in it, we're still talking five percent tuna, ninety-five percent light mayo. That's so true. Really it's a vegetarian friendly meal in that sense. I guess that is true. Um, you know, it's pretty safe to call it a cheat meal because when you come home to your LP, she will think you were cheating based on how your hands are smelling that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i think like knowing now that tuna is back on the menu uh i think it's important to start investing more in oral care so i just mm-hmm. i actually just put an order in on um the bookstore guy's website i got some marvis uh mouthwash coming in mm-hmm. i'm really excited about marvis mm-hmm. as Ma- marvis the uh like 60 year old italian mouth care brand as mentioned in a previous episode <laughs> makes a pretty strong mint mouthwash that is going to taste great and look even better on your counter mm-hmm. when boo comes over you don't have to have that crusty ass two liter listerine bottle sitting by the sink yeah you, you disgusting slobs yeah you pieces of shit um <laughs> so the menswear of oral care is on its way didn't didn't jeff bozo step down though yeah, I he's he's out. <laughs> okay, well, don't worry nonetheless because it's coming in a couple of days, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll give a full review on the pod next week. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hear more about that because you know I've been uh I've been really torn with the whole mouthwash situation. Like mm-hmm. on one hand, I want something that's gonna you know keep the chompers really nice and clean, mm-hmm. um, and something crispy, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for like you know before bed in the morning type thing but Mm -hmm. I also want something I can just you know take a cheeky swig of while I you know say hold on to my LP and I you know head over to the bathroom for a little little freshening up you know something Mm -hmm. something that'll look nice on the on the sink here Mm -hmm. I can't have that crusty bottle sitting there dominating the whole thing no so it's really important to find a nice balance between uh, oral care and optics Mm-hmm. And that's where I think Marvis really uh, comes through because they have the tenure of an experienced mouthwash making company, but then the ornamental bottle design <laughs> of a high end uh, perfume. 
Mm-hmm. They even call it, they don't even call it mouthwash. They call it eau de bouche. That's how oh, you know wow. it's, it's going to look good on your, on your calendar. Mm-hmm. So translating roughly to mouthwater. <laughs> Essentially. The primary ingredient is aqua. But yeah, uh, I, I don't like gargling that Listerine crap. It burns. And some people like the burn. I think that it's um, just kind of like self, self-abuse. Mm. I mean, I prefer something that's a lot softer. Yeah, I mean, that's why I like the balance. I like to truly feel clean, um, you know, and then also why not uh, get some, put some hair on my chest, you know, at the same time and really flex my manhood in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) fair enough but then like is if if your mouthwash is putting the hair on your chest then what's the subway sandwich supposed to do um well it's you know it's all about balance right so the mouthwash is putting the hair on my chest but the subway sandwich is really revealing my soft side my divine feminine traits if you will Mm -hmm. fair (laughs) enough um but yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. I want. I'm curious to hear more about your uh, mouthwash journey, and just want to let you know that I'm here for it, Ty. Thank you. 2021's my year for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So, what's the bad news? We uh we talked about tuna being real. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the not so good? What is the, what's the uh, untoasted news here? Mm-hmm. The cold cuts. <laughs> the cold, what's the, the cold cuts, Ty? Yeah, so bad news for all the UK listeners because of your guys' decision to do the whole Brexit thing. Um, questionable call, <laughs> I think we all think now. Hindsight's yeah. twenty twenty. And we ain't talking egg sandwich. No, but we are no talking breakfast. about eggs. We've got bad news. Um, eggs, cheese, and carrots <laughs> are probably going to be off the Subway menu in the UK for the next little while because of Brexit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those import fees on cheese is probably just too high. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to be sticking to your mushy peas and uh, chips sub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your um, your biscuit and gravy is really all you get now. Yeah, that English brekkie. Damn, do they have gravy on the menu there? Because that would be pretty good with a like an uh, Italian herb and cheese loaf. I guess just Italian herb loaf now that cheese is going to be banned. You know what? I think we have to get into this as a topic um, because this could be our deep dive for the episode because, you know, gravy on sandwiches is like certified goat status. Hell yeah. And I'm talking goat gravy, bro. I'm talking beef or chicken gravy. Oh, do you, or, do you uh, what's your option? <laughs> Tell me. Okay. It's, it's great you bring this up because I actually had made gravy a couple times this weekend. So I mm-hmm. like made a really good biscuit recipe, homemade. Uh, they're real fine biscuits <clears throat> and gravy obviously goes really well with biscuits. So I made a mushroom gravy uh, mm-hmm. from scratch, bottom up. I even made my own veggie stock for it. And it was uh, pretty fire. I could see it like on a, an actual in an English pub on the menu, you know, it's, it's menu worthy. Mm, so I imagine like the only English pub that would serve a vegetarian gravy would be probably decorated the same as like a cha-cha matcha. <laughs> but like you know they have like some fake palm trees and pink neon lights um and then like some like e-boy asking you what you want <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? you ordered you know your your cash register is just a person on a screen it's a person, person on a screen but they're still like like you know they got some tattoos you know he has a nice little henley situation going on with the chain mm-hmm. underneath <clears throat> 
Yeah, I can see that. It's like it's definitely some sort of like millennial chacha matcha sugarfish kind of bullshit. <laughs> like you don't do biscuits and you don't refresh biscuits and gravy without refreshing the entire dining experience. Yeah, that's some. You're just wasting some, your time. Facts. That's some odd future hoo ha funny shit. <laughs> uh, um. All right. So UK, you're out of luck for now. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I'm sure you'll fix that. So, Katai, can you round out this story, please, with um, some some positive energy here? Are we gonna mm-hmm. Are we gonna dive into gravy now, or or what are you thinking? I don't know. I I don't have any more good news about Subway. It's usually <laughs> two to one bad news from here out. Okay. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, we gotta talk about how you know when you get a chicken fried chicken sandwich, um, from like churches or or like KFC or something, and you get like the mm-hmm. side of gravy. That's like a match made in heaven, right? So you just dump the gravy into the chicken sandwich, like mm. in, into the crater you've already made with your bite. Mm-hmm. It's just like n- nicely nestled in there and you take mm. another bite. That's just mm-hmm. like one of the best food eating moments of all time. It's like the mm-hmm. same as when you dip a taco into the into the au jus, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big dunks. I love that. Big dunks. It's just the perfect combination of like wet and dry sensations. Mm-hmm. It's wet, but still crispy underneath. Yeah, you got that really dry ass KFC bucket and then just like a sopping wet salty gravy. Just a mm-hmm. salty kick, but it's like it feels like just a river rushing down your throat. Mm-hmm. So um, do you think that would go well with the chicken sub at Subway? Do, do we need a crispy version of the chicken? I think this is one of the few situations where one of our ingredients proposals actually takes Subway into a whole nother world. Like if you got crispy chicken and gravy on the menu the mm-hmm. combinations that you could do with that are just so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. What about the like falafel? Like, can you, could you do like a mushroom gravy with the falafel? Ooh. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's kind of, the falafel is kind of like a biscuit. It's got a biscuit shape. It's dry as shit. At least at Subway. Right. Mm-hmm. So you need some kind of gravy. That's why you put the marinara. You don't even have to worry about the marinara after this. No, man, the gravy would be great. The gravy would be great with the veggie patty, too. Mm-hmm. Hell, I would try the gravy with the tuna just to see what happens. Oh, my God, dude. That sounds disgusting. It'll be a slopping oh. wet sludge, <laughs> but I don't know. In my if, head. We were, uh, if we were to implement this, I think you would have to require it as a side dish. You could not wrap that thing because that thing would be like a wet torpedo mm. by the time it got to your table. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a great candidate for, like, a bowl, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you do some tuna gravy and then just a little bit of, like, cucumbers, maybe, just to kind of freshen it up. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into some really uh, sopping, icky territory, but yeah, this is, these are I the mean, kind of explorations uh, we can create. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would swap out the cucumbers for some mashed potatoes, mm. <laughs> and then you got a KFC bowl right there. I guess so then Subway can own another sector of the fast food industry. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Exactly. Um, yeah, we got to see more, you know, side side enhancements, let's call them, um, at mm-hmm. Subway. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't want to put everything on a bun. <laughs> no, totally. But I also don't want just a bowl. I want to, I want, I want, I still want my sandwich, but I want, I want extracurricular activities around the sandwich. Mm-hmm. add-ons if you will yeah totally so uh, like an au jour to dip is a great example of an add-on 
Mm-hmm. A little side um, salad tune. Like, can you get side salads at Subway? <laughs> wow, actually, that'd be really smart. I wonder if, what would happen if you ordered a sandwich there. And then when you get to the veggie section, you say, like, I want lettuce, but can you put it on the side? <laughs> I mean, you're just getting ahead of what's imminent anyways. Like, three inches into your sandwich, you have enough lettuce fall on the table that you can make <laughs> a side salad anyways. Wow, that is true. Um, wow, that's smart. So then you can, but then you could also customize, you know, you can divert your sauce pairing. You could say, mm. I want Southwest in the sandwich and I want mm-hmm. sweet onion on the salad. Yeah, I love that because I'm always putting more sauces than I actually want to on mm. my footlong because of FOMO. I don't want to miss out on like the Southwest or the sweet onion. They're both so good. How do I choose? It's like mm-hmm. trying to choose a favorite child. Mm-hmm. It's FOMO. So, it's FOMO, but you're also trying to please everyone. You're trying to make a great salad and you're also trying to make a great sandwich at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Just do them both separately. You're not going to please everyone. No, but at least I can still order all the sauces I've ever wanted without fear of too much overlap causing mm-hmm. uh, like kind of mouth confusion on my taste buds. Mouth confusion. You mm-hmm. could also like, you could net more sauces too. Like mm. you can go up to five or six even if you go like Damn. three to four in the sandwich and then two to three in the, uh, on the salad. Wow. Can you imagine the sandwich artist trying to whip all those off? It'd be like fucking milking a cow. Squirt, <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. Exactly. You know what though? This introduces like a whole new slew of sauce options too, like a whole world because Imagine you just have like a little lemon juice sauce. Like mm. that would be great on a salad. Or mm. you can, if you're feeling a little crazy, you could drizzle a little bit of lemon in your sandwich. I feel like that'd be so good. Yeah, just freshen <laughs> things up a bit. Sometimes a sandwich needs that, especially some of the uh, like the deli meats, just like a little bit of little bit of lemon to mm-hmm. add a bit of acidity. Yeah, some citrus to cut through the fat. Exactly. Wow. Damn, Shout yeah, out you Susie could go. <laughs> Uh, is that uh, salt, fat, acid, heat grill? No, that's uh, Iron Chef Canada. <laughs> oh, nice. Cool. And shout out to Rob Feeney while we're at it. Yeah, Executive chef of Cactus Club. Yeah. Uh, for the breadheads out there listening, if you can DM Rob Feeney on Instagram, uh, you know, the head chef of Cactus Club to get him on our podcast, mm-hmm. that'd be greatly appreciated. We've been hounding him, but uh, to no avail. He, he seems either too busy or just permanently logged off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's AWOL. He's on like a Cayman Island eating Cayman food. Cayman food, yeah. And it's Porsche Cayman. Mm-hmm. Rich people um, things. Yeah. Speaking of rich people things, um, I want to talk about the most expensive item on the Olive Garden menu. <laughs> That's a great segue. Let's do it. Uh, what is the most expensive item on the Olive Garden menu, Eric? So if my uh, memory serves me correct, I think it is the Tour d'Italia, the, the Tour of Italy um, dish. So and mm. I'm, I'm going fully off the dome here the last time i ordered this was a year ago last time mm-hmm. the first the first and last time i've been to olive garden was exactly a year ago almost um pre-pandemic pre-pandemic baby um we were walking in mask off let me tell you and uh i think what i ordered was the chicken parm with a side of like tomato sauce spaghetti Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like there's like one more. Oh, a piece of lasagna is on there. Too. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, they do the uh, their signature fettuccine Alfredo alongside the chicken parm and the lasagna. That makes is sense. That, is that not ring that true? Makes sense. 
Yeah, I was thinking it would be all like consistent, but it is a tour after all. So, you know, consistency mm-hmm. gets thrown out the window at that point. But you're right, I Damn. did have that. And it got me thinking recently. What a goat dish. Just I just want to like shout out to the tour of Italy. That's a, a an incredible offering. Like 25 bucks for three different types of pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Lasagna is a pasta after all. <laughs> I think so. Um, it's great. It's a great meal to um, have, you know, your first time there and your last time there, as I, <laughs> as I did. One and done, yeah. It's enough to tell you, like, you don't need to come back here. You've tried everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done the due diligence um so you know we talk a lot about the infamous chicken parm sandwich that we've uh, patented on this pod mm-hmm. um but you know what you could make it potentially a tour to italy at subway because you know the bread at subway the italian herbs and cheese is much like the breadsticks at mm-hmm. olive garden mm-hmm. um yep. and i think you could do that by just adding in some meatballs because that's your like lasagna bolognese right there mm-hmm it's really weird that actually Subway and Olive Garden are really the only two chain restaurants that offer bread with those proportions. Foot long, only an inch wide. Mm-hmm. Foot long and appropriating Italian culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Biting they do. from the Italians. That's right. They're also the only two franchises I can think of when you walk in and there's fake flowers on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's even like a fake patio in the one i went to yeah they always put it it's up like really a far yeah it's up at the top and it's like a balcony with like a nice nice like two-seater table i'm like can we sit there like that looks really nice Damn, yeah i want to dine in the penthouse yeah the penthouse seat but there's literally no access to it it's like just a floating balcony just like it's like the kanye pablo it. stage yeah you and you just like you eat your your chicken parm in the economy class seating where the kids are crying and the coke is bottomless where the coke is bottomless you know the stroller is hitting your chair (laughs) (laughs) um and you just get pissed off because you know you can hear the fan in the bathroom the the air dryer (laughs) Um, Uh, what a multi-sensory experience truly truly is uh Um, we're drifting here though what was your original question (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't much of a question more of a statement i think we can make the tour to italy quite easily at subway Mm-hmm. Um, okay yeah you so get the chicken parm right chicken parm yeah and to refresh our breadhead's memory that is the chick the shredded chicken you add tomato sauce and then uh, sprinkle some shredded cheese on top um mm-hmm. that's the chicken parm right mm-hmm. and then i think what you have to do is um get some uh meatballs thrown in there mm-hmm. so it's like a two meat deal Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then in order to get the alfredo stuff i'm thinking you're gonna need some mayo so that's probably mm-hmm. the closest you, you can get to a chicken alfredo mm-hmm. um obviously on herbs and cheese you know i would like to I see would, the chicken uh, breast like chopped up a little bit like if they could like kind of mush the chicken breast into the bread yeah <laughs> go ahead mm-hmm. and compress that bad boy yeah and then um and then what else we got you know throw some oregano on there for good measure yeah a few you, cracks you of even, black uh, pepper Oh, yeah. And then uh, I think you can even recreate the Olive Garden salad in there, too. Like the lettuce, olives, um, some banana peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? House, 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 house dressing, I think. would House dressing. Work. Dude, that's the Olive Garden sandwich. That's fire. Right Are you fucking Damn. kidding me? I love wow. this. I want to eat this right now. <laughs> uh, I, okay, two questions. One, is this uh, like a medley of flavors coming together or is this more like a rainbow roll where you partition each 
section Ooh. of the experience across like four inch increments. So wow. you eat through four inches of meatball, four inches of chicken parm, four inches of fettuccine Alfredo. Mm -hmm. And then the through line is your um, marinara sauce. <laughs> mm -hmm. The marinara <laughs> sauce, but also like your salad and breadstick experience, which is uh, very, very much true to the Olive Garden experience where you're chomping on those breadies old meal and mm -hmm. shoving a couple in your purse to take home along the way. Am I right? You scam artists. <laughs> um, Ty, I think this is a great idea and I'm excited to try this with you. I think this is great. I, I actually like, I think this is a big unlock the idea of um, gradient sandwiches. There's a lot of ways we go because this is a new avenue of sandwich storytelling is to actually have the meat and veggie selection alter as you move through the meal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. it's much like the uh have you had the slices and sticks at little caesars <laughs> <laughs> i haven't walk, uh, walk me through what that is um so they market it as slices and sticks right and it's basically a pizza um one half is cheesy garlic sticks and mm -hmm. the other half is just a pepperoni pizza mm -hmm. um and they're sliced differently so like you get slices like pizza slices on the pizza side and then like breadstick slices on the other side mm-hmm which is hilarious because all it is is like, it's like the same thing as if you order like half pepperoni, half cheese, <laughs> oh, but, but they're marketing it as its own thing. And that's like interesting because it's like one dish, but it's also sectioned out. So, Damn. so uh, yeah, I think Subway can totally benefit off of this and they can even give you a little deal. Like, yeah, get 10% off if you like, you know, mix and match your sub. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It also really appeals to the, um, the people who struggle with decision-making. The, un mm -hmm. the uncertain the orders yeah. yeah very cool yeah i would love to actually like you, you could create beauty with it too imagine a sandwich where you actually try to gradiate your ingredients by color that would be um mm -hmm. eye candy mm -hmm. we eat with our eyes first yeah i mean you mentioned uh rainbow roll mm -hmm. could you like could you top your sandwich off with something mm. like a um you could like layer a few more cold cuts on the top of the bread at the end, like, uh, <laughs> kind of like a, a, a tuna in an abirioshi or something. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, remember the like failing pizza sub that they ordered, or mm -hmm. that not order, but they created at our subway. Like yeah, they had the caked on sauce and shit on top of the sandwich, and it looked like it, they just dropped the bread on the floor. Absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. It's like they forgot to cut it before they like started making your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> But so could what, you top it off with like tuna or something? I think you could. You <laughs> top it off with anything. You could layer a few strands of lettuce on top just for uh, aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it for the ground. Next time, uh, oh, you know what we got to do next time? Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to like get her to cut open the bread um, first, right? This is critical. Cut the bread. But before you like open it up for, to put things inside, you ask them to sprinkle some cheese on top and oregano. Mm -hmm. So you get a, a refresh of the herbs and cheese. Mm -hmm. This is double layer herbs and cheese. Throw that bitch in the toaster, pop it out, and then continue. I love that cheese stuffed crust. It's essentially a cheese stuffed crust. This is great. And I think what you're actually getting at is um, the greatest flaw with the pizza sub, to continue the Italian food conversation, is mm -hmm. that the pizza sub goes in the toaster when only half the ingredients are on the pizza sub. You would never do that in an Italian restaurant or a pizzeria. You put all the ingredients on before that shit goes in the oven. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. like Rocket being the exception. So you're, you're getting the oregano on there so that it can toast up. It can get 
nice and fragrant and like infuse itself with the rest of the ingredients mm -hmm. a la a true mm -hmm. pizza so yeah what, what are your thoughts on that i mean i hate to agree with everything you're saying on this pod but i 100 percent agree <laughs> <laughs> like, i hate to be a yes man in this situation but well, i gotta say dude a roasted vegetable to me is a, is the way to do it i don't want fucking i don't want to crunch down on a green pepper i want it to be embedded in my, mm -hmm. in my in my pizza mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? like why would you want to eat a pizza with cold olives on it bar i know it's fucking stupid bro like i don't want like fuck this lettuce like you know give me some tomato <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, give yeah. some green pepper olives yeah. and then mm -hmm. throw that my pizza sub toast the whole thing Whew. boom my mouth is watering it just thought of this like <laughs> i can't wait to take this idea for a test drive Put the vegetables on pre-toasting for the pizza sub. Boom, you got a better pizza. Yeah, exactly. Woo. Wow. Damn, I'm excited for this uh, virus to stop killing us, so I can so we can go in and uh, you know not worry about contracting a novel infection, but you know just worry about our overall health instead. Mm -hmm. I want to kill myself my way, not exactly. This way. Yeah, it is after all supposed to be your way. Yeah. Damn. Uh, there's like a few other moments where you could probably toast a little later or a little sooner to achieve a particular sandwich type. Right now I'm thinking mm -hmm. about the um, falafel experience and how like <laughs> in a falafel you have like the heated up pita, you have the heated up pucks <laughs> and I guess that's actually, actually the falafel is a terrible example because that's exactly how it works today. I'm sure there's other examples. Do they I'm microwave I'm back this. Do they microwave the falafel at Subway? Yeah, like, because they're they so in? frozen. They're so frozen <laughs> when they hit your bread that they have to give it extra nuke time. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, but even like an authentic falafel place, <laughs> like they'll like microwave that shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's fine with me, bro. Yeah, I'm here for do it. Whatever, do what you got to do. I want the real deal. Yeah. I would love to bite into a Subway sandwich and like actually burn my mouth a bit. Like, it's never hot enough. It should be double, triple toasted. That's because they put the stupid vegetables in last, and they're cold. They're icy mm -hmm. hot, bro. Mm-hmm. They, they, <laughs> they are. They're just, like, wasting heat. It's dissipating into the atmosphere right live mm -hmm. in front of you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they should just, after it comes out of the toaster, they should just hand it over and let you have a bite just to <laughs> just calm the senses a bit until the sandwich is done. Yeah. I would love to sample the bread. Um, prior to any ingredient being added, like, mm -hmm. like I just want you to toast that thing for me and let me like tear it apart and just like maybe dip in some oleo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would love that too. Wow, little sampler side dish options there. Yeah, like a, an olive dip or like all of these sauces. They could be on the side. You could have all sorts of dipping action oh. happening. It could be really cool. You got this whole charcuterie thing. Yeah. Okay. Question. So if you okay. had a. Um, so say we had some nuggets, right? In my case, chicken. Mm -hmm. In your case, a cursed, like, cauliflower nugget or some shit. I think it would be like a, like a soy puck. A soy nightmare puck. Mm -hmm. Would you, what sauce are you dipping in? Mm. <laughs> I like to dip around. I would love to go sweet to creamy to spicy. <laughs> you know? And just kind of so, uh, circulate. Sweet onion. And then... Uh, mayo. <laughs> Actually, let's go sweet onion, then southwest. Get the spicy in there a little bit, and then end on something creamy to kind of calm calm the taste buds. 
like a, like uh, a ranch like a roller coaster mm-hmm. a little ranch mm-hmm. i'll love me some garlic garlic what's the garlic one there the... Is it like tzatziki? yeah there's there's a tzatziki but like do you dip one. your wings at wing night in tzatziki no you dip them okay. in hot sauce and shit no, they're already. I imagine they're already tossed in hot sauce. And oh, you dip it in like a like a blue cheese. Mm. Wow! Wow! So much potential. Shout out Finches. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you about a subway experience I had this weekend, Eric. I almost forgot about it, but I want to make sure I can oh, yeah. tell the story. Okay. So... Oh yeah, you seeded this info to me earlier, but now uh, I'm hearing the full story. Yeah. Okay. So this weekend, uh, I had some car troubles. My muffler had a, a hole in it and I needed to go get the muffler repaired. So I took my Toyota matrix, normal guy car over mm-hmm. to a like random repair shop near Metro town and mm-hmm. uh, herbs and cheese of automobiles. Yep. And the guy, li- they lift up the car, they take me underneath with it. It's always really cool to be underneath a vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. And we're looking at the muffler and he says like, listen, buddy, I can fix this for you. It's going to be pretty easy. It'll only take about 45 minutes. Uh, hang around here or better yet go across the street to subway and have some lunch and come back here when you're ready wow yeah and i just thought Dude. like fireworks are going off for me like i actually had like a blue collar worker mention subway without prompt to me <laughs> it just it just validates their demographic that's so awesome i mean mm-hmm. i love to see you know when two um industries can link and build with the fam and mm-hmm. uh you know, cross promote. I wonder if at Subway they say like, "Hey, do you have any like anything in your car sounding like?" <laughs> if so, go ahead and get that fixed over here at uh, you know, Blue Chip uh, AutoZone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll give you a coupon. We'll for for this next forty five minutes, the footlongs are back to five bucks. Oh wow, dude! Back yeah. to five. Incredible. One can dream. I was th- I was dream. also thinking like though like for this this mechanic this um just normal guy mechanic he probably didn't realize that he was actually recommending Subway to one of Subway's not the most notorious but like <laughs> definitely like top 10 Subway influencers Wow that is actually fascinating that we are like both of us fit in the top 10 of Subway influencers mm-hmm. um it's probably, probably me five, at like honest. me at four and you at five. Yeah, or you know me at three and you at four. But yeah, who's, who, who's really keeping track? I'm not keeping track. We we identify as uh, one they entity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We uh, sign off all our e- e- emails, Ty and Eric, with an ampersand. Keeps the names yeah. closer together. Yeah, this is a genderless asexual podcast mm-hmm. a true partnership yes true partnership <laughs> not fueled by romanticism but simply sharing a footy <laughs> damn damn yeah um, so cool. that's my story this that's inspiring i'm gonna um you know next time a fi- the fire alarm goes off or something i'll stick around and t- chat up one of the firemen and see if they also recommend subway while they fix my fire alarm <laughs> 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 while, they, yeah. while they disengage the uh system here the security system here i'll uh, ask them what's good to eat around here mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty easy <laughs> one to see just say like i'm really hungry and i'm on a budget what what do you suggest 
Yeah, I'm down for something to hold with my hand, some handheld food. Mm-hmm. Um, any any ideas for what I can just like eat for lunch? Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking for somewhere that I, a single man, can go and dine alone comfortably. Comfortably while I wait for these strong men to fix my uh, <laughs> fix my stuff. Damn, is is the more like uh, like masculine you become, the the closer you become to Subway's ideal customer. Like a Subway's ideal ideal customer, like a testosterone just like juiced guy. Whoa, interesting. I don't. I'm not totally sure it is. I um, you know, if you're looking for protein, you know, I would recommend going to uh, a fried chicken establishment. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're looking to uh, you know, think you're eating fresh and to uh, you know, if you're okay with sodium, then yeah, go for Subway. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. That's my advice. It's a good point. Um, but you know, speaking of which, I will be uh, you know pumping some iron later, so I'm gonna have to log off, Chief. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, you got to uh, get swole. It's smoothie week this week, so you're gonna get swole <laughs> and then get hydrated. Fuck, it is smoothie week, guys. Uh, we'll keep you updated on the smoothies we make this week. Uh, we did actually write this down as a task for the pod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to uh, innovate on some smoothies so we'll get back to everybody on that and probably mm-hmm. post on our OnlyFans which you can follow uh, link in description mm-hmm. and uh, while you're there give us a follow on our Instagram page we've been putting a lot of really really genuinely sandwich related content on there um, genuinely stuff you can't find anywhere else on the internet we're building a true uh, foot long fetish community truly um, don't don't bother following our Twitter just yet because we got locked out of it uh, for for changing the age to be the start of this podcast, which is obviously less than thirteen. Mm-hmm. Turns out one year olds aren't allowed on Twitter. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, so we're we're banned for now. Yeah, so keep you posted on when that's back up. But uh, yeah, follow us on IG OnlyFans. And when's our one year anniversary? I think it's July twentieth. It's coming up here. We're gonna have to have a that's big the, party. For episode one. Yeah, so we're gonna have to uh, throw a rager. Yeah, and maybe order in like a giant sub. That'd be so cool. We could send three feet to your place, three feet to my place. Exactly. Man, so much, so much to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. Well, it's been a slice. Yeah. Uh, I'll chat to you Friday. Alrighty, you have a good day, sir, and think fresh, everybody.